1: What's up sisters and friends? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited because today we have real life sisters and friends and my mom on. They've obviously been on Boy That's Good a few times and given so much good advice, but today I think you're gonna get a little bit more perspective on our relationship. We're gonna talk about fun stories. Y'all, I keep putting myself in these really awkward positions bringing on people who know me way too well to this podcast, so it's gonna be so fun. Welcome to the show, Bella and K-Swag.
2: Hey,
0: hey,
2: hey. This is our first time together. together. What yeah. a trio, y'all. Well, no, we
3: did it all for the COVID. Oh, we did. We all did together.
2: Yeah, we yeah. blocked that out this of our, our memory. Time. I know. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> 2020 is blocked from oh our my gosh.
1: memory. Yeah. Well, we were just kind of laughing because Bella's sitting here and she has a new puppy. You
3: wanna yep. tell about your little puppy pup? <laughs> yes, we got a new puppy yesterday and she is so sweet and so curly, but she has been quite the hassle. If Bella over the just goes today. to sleep. If Bella just goes well, to sleep, well Jacob's while we're been calling then. her Coco the hassle because it's like we got her and like right, we got her, we brought her home and she just throws up everywhere, all over the rug. And it was just like <laughs> that's
1: such a new dog, She was up Puppies. all night and Jacob was like
3: Yeah did we pick the sick dog i was like no she sick dog? Is so she's scared. scary. Well, bella
1: gets in here and she's all tired she's exhausted and i'm like bella i have not slept in months <laughs> almost a year and i was like wake up girl but hey no judgment i got i've stretched my no sleeping muscles
3: okay no uh, i'm not let's stretching. never forget
2: when bella got the dog at christmas
1: and we cu- we literally said Bella pooted on
3: Christmas. It was rough here. So, it was a rough Christmas, but it was not my fault though, because someone decided fault? that they just could not wait and they had to give it to me two days before Christmas. Okay, you so I had wanted to, it. No, we I didn't to start know back. I was getting
2: it. No, we have to start. I, didn't back. Know I was getting it. Okay, say but you the,
3: said wait. But you decided to give it to me two days early. And well, so I was true. on two days of exhaustion by Christmas. Of yeah. not sleeping.
2: Okay, so backstory. Sadie was moving and we all felt bad for Bella because Bella had slept with Sadie since she was like born. Her whole birth. Life. Like yeah. they slept together in you the know same when room. We had different rooms we still shared. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we built a new house, we built them different rooms but Bella's was basically just like a closet because she never <laughs> slept there. She always slept with Sadie, and then Sadie moved, was moving away. Yeah. So we were like, oh, let's get Bella a puppy because, you know, she'll have something to sleep with, and it'll i will be so sweet. I thought you wanted the
3: dog. I did want the dog. Okay, no, you did she want did. No, I, just, I you didn't, just weren't prepared. I was not dog. prepared, and it was like <laughs> I got it two days before Christmas, right. so I had two days of just... Not sleeping. Yes, yeah. By the time it got to Christmas, I was just worn out and ready for Christmas to be over. Yeah. She was over I was Christmas. was done with Christmas. She was like the My Grinch. Christmas was two days ago. <laughs> she
1: I was, was the great.
3: What year well, was that? Do you remember? 2016? 20- because cause that's when I graduated like, It was like classical. right, so it was yeah. either 2015 going into 2016 or 2016 going into 2017. Around the same,
1: I think it was 2016 going into 2017 because I think I moved 2017, January of 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I remember the reason I said it is because we were going to make shirts to say Bella it on Christmas 2016. <laughs> I like think airbrush. it was coffee
3: mugs actually. Oh, coffee mugs. <laughs> yeah. She and was it was that so picture of me that was like yeah there's like a Sitting picture on the couch, of her she's like, from
1: christmas and she like so miserable every picture of me that
3: comes out was, miserable. It was not just
1: one not like you like a couple people on instagram because i was like oh i'm gonna interview mom and bella today what do you want to ask and um somebody was like when does bella want to have kids and i think we should just go ahead and say like you definitely need a dog to prep
2: no it's not the same i'm not gonna say that's the same because like you don't think? No, because I mean, like a baby, I don't know, you have, you do, your body kind of prepares you for nine that's months. True. But, or even if you adopt and you have a baby, I don't know, there's something about a baby, you just look into I the baby's like, too, eyes the and you're, baby, you're okay with, with like, waking up in the night. Into but your
3: baby. A puppy, it's like, sweet, but it's also just yeah. like, the annoying make yeah.
1: overpower. I think it's true, but I also think Cabo did prepare me for some stuff. Really? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Even just the responsibility of taking care of something. True. Like, yes, it's not the same as a baby because you can leave the dog at the house for a few hours and the dog is yeah. fine. Like, you can never do that with your baby, But still, just, like, taking care of something, being responsible. But also, like, the sleeping thing, I think it's, like, yes, you love your baby so much and you're okay with getting up through the night, but just dealing with actually just being tired. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me that I had to get up with Honey. Mm -hmm. I love Honey. She's so sweet. I like to cuddle her. But I'm like,
3: holy cow, I have not slept in a long time. I think Cabo prepared me for all the dogs um, (laughs) when I had to keep Cabo that one time. And she was like, oh, like. She normally never does this, but if she does bark, it just means she has to go potty.
1: I was like, oh, okay. And I said, if she does do that, that means yeah. you have to get out with her and take her potty because, like, she doesn't normally do that, which I don't yeah. even know why I even told you that. I'm glad I did, that. And
3: I was, well, it didn't really work because I was sleeping, and I heard her barking, and I was like, gosh, she's so annoying. <laughs> she kept sleeping, kept sleeping. I woke up in the morning with diarrhea all over <laughs> <Yeah. that> my <room. laughs> Everywhere. And I so said, that was your that's own fault. Because I
2: told you, if yeah, she does bark, that means she's got to go. But yeah. Well, y'all know my rule. I will keep your babies anytime, any day. They can spend the night. I will babysit. I'll, anything. But your dogs, you will never keep. I've never I'm even thought dog about I would never even think to ask. I would never think to ask you. I love, like, our dog. But I don't, like, just love dogs in general like other people's dogs even even mom my grand dogs can, mom barely true. can you really dog
3: sits fast when dad goes yeah, I, I, i'm good with spaz i can take yeah. care of her mom told me the other day she was I throwing mean. spaz the ball in the house <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so oh my gosh see this is where i get this from because like christian always thinks i don't love cabo as much as him and i'm like no i do love cabo so much it's just I grew up in a household that treated dogs like dogs. You grew Mm -hmm. up in a household that treated dogs like Like, family, like human, human. Which Um, our dogs were family, but like they were a dog in our family, not like like a human. Like you do all this extra stuff for them. And so I have learned, I have adapted. I'm still not all the way there. I still mm-hmm. treat Cabo. Cabo was starting to be more human, and then when I had honey, she went straight back to doll. It was like, you almost got human status, and now you're very much a dog again. Yeah. It's just true. Okay, so a lot of people want to know about first year of marriage. Obviously, we've all experienced a first year of marriage. Some was a little bit longer ago. Some was pretty – Actually, oh, you're in your it. first year of marriage. Yeah. So we have a in current, it. fresh first year of marriage. I'm – um. Two and a half years in, so I've just had my first year of That's marriage. That's crazy. You're That's only two, two and a half, half years. Yes. Doesn't it seem wow. like me and Christian have been married forever? Y'all live nice. for life. Four years. Or I was talking years. to yeah. someone the other day, and they were like, Louis, who did our wedding, he was like, yeah. "Y'all been married for ten years." No way. No way. Two years. I'm like, yeah. Two and Actually, and a half thought years. you were gonna say like four. I thought she was gonna say like Isn't three weird? and a half. Up on we're four. seasoned. Yeah. Um. Well, we have gone through a lot of life together. I think having a baby definitely makes mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like more grounded in that. Um mm-hmm. and then and we travelled a lot and done yeah. things together, started stuff, building a house, like doing mm-hmm. more adult things now. So that's true. And then your first year of marriage was twenties. Wait, um, thirty. No, thirty. Are... Thirty. Oh, you all been married for thirty. Yeah, it was years. just thirty. So it was twenty nine years ago. Yeah. Wow. I still remember the so I'm she, sure you do. All right, forget. so mom, why don't you go ahead and start? Cause you gave us a lot of advice going yeah. into our first year because you and dad's first year was, um, it was a yeah. year it to was, remember.
2: It On for it the was. books.
1: Words hold so much power and we've all heard the message that we need to be so careful not to allow lies and negative content into our mind, but it's even more important to put truth in and we would never be able to combat those lies if we didn't have truth. With all the different social media platforms, we are inundated with so much information every day. But are we making it a point to put God's Word in us daily? Just imagine if you could have God's Word memorized. Well, now with Dwell Differently, you can. For those of you who struggle memorizing, this is a great way to learn. Dwell is a monthly membership of Scripture Designed to help you and your family memorize one Bible verse every month. One verse a month is so doable, but it's so cool when after a while you feel equipped with a whole arsenal of verses stored in your heart and your mind. Members of Dwell will also receive a kit in the mailbox with temporary tattoos, a keychain, and a print. The tattoos are so cool because it's just such a neat conversation starter when you wear one. I've actually got mine on today. I am loving it. We got Deuteronomy 11:18, 18, and it helps you memorize it by having the first letter of each word in the verse on your arm. For me, being readily equipped with the word is huge in combating fears and anxiety. That was the thing that got me through all of that, just knowing the word of God. When I'm laying in my bed at night and Christian is already asleep or even getting ready to walk onto a stage and I need to pray verses out loud because his word is active and alive and it combats that fear, which, well, I feel even more empowered to speak the truth into my friends' lives and in my own life because I know the word. I love when I receive a word that speaks right to my heart in that moment. But what's even cooler is when I make the time to memorize a verse that God allows me to use and as advice to a friend who's struggling. At Dwell, their mission is to help you fix your eyes on God's word and help you write them in your heart. My favorite part of Dwell is that they have members from ages two and up memorizing scripture, which is so amazing. Like honey's not very far from that age. So cool. Guys, this is so powerful. And I hope you check it out at dwelldifferently.com. You'll be amazed at how God can use just one Bible verse to change everything. Thing. You can use the code Sadie for $5 off your first month. That's dwelldifferently.com and use the code Sadie to get $5 off your first month and start learning the Word of God in an awesome way.
2: No, there was a lot of good and super fun memories from our first year. We went went off to college together, and we got our first apartment and our first little house. Everybody, how old you were? Because this matters. I was 18. Yes. I was very young. And Willie was 19, so he was very young, too. So neither of us had a whole lot of maturity (laughs) under our (laughs) belt at that point. And so I think that probably did play into it, although, like, I'm so thankful that we got married young because we grew up together, and we had all these experiences. All of our college memories are together, and... You know, we have, I think, young, yeah. you know, young, getting married young, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But I will say, the maturity level probably could have been a little
3: higher. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine mom just not being mature. I know, Aww, you're like such donkey. a mature
1: person. Now, and dad, on the other hand, you know, I seemed so to be able to picture that a You see
2: I'm given a little bit where I say we were both immature because yeah. really probably <laughs> there was a balance there. No, a, um, I that's know that's a, I was too. Hey,
1: that's a lesson in marriage right there. Everything
2: becomes a we. That's you right. It was a we. Wee. We were both. That's, that's right. Way. Yes. No. So it was, yeah, there was a lot of fun, but it was really hard. Like we had a hard first year. We fought like cats and dogs. We we're both I think I guess we both have strong personalities, obviously. Um, if you do Enneagram, Willie's an eight with a seven wing. I'm a seven with an eight wing. So like Sheesh. yeah, we got we got some strong personalities going there. And I'll yeah, see. that first year of marriage it, it was tough. Like like I said, it was fun. And I think that's kind of how our life is. Like we would definitely live life with passion. Like, yeah, like things are fun. We go hard, we play hard, but also we fight hard too. And we do. Yeah. And the first year of marriage, there was a lot of that. And we came from two really different upbringings. I mean, I always like to say, cause I think this is so true. It's like, we had the most important part in common, which was our faith. Mm-hmm. Like, but other than that, there's, like, nothing else that really looked the same within yeah. our families. Like, our faith and, and, and hospitality. Both of yeah. our families were super hospitable, had people in their home a lot, yeah. very generous. But other than that, really, you know, there was a I, lot of how we yeah. were raised that was very different. So I remember telling people whenever I was younger, like,
1: my grandparents are so different. I was like, one side of my family, my grandparents don't eat meat. The other side kills for a living <laughs> they're professional hunters yeah. and vegetarians you know yes yeah. which they're pescatarians exactly. you know and yeah. so they eat and things that swim but not things that walk or fly That's right. what two bubble always says yeah. they grew up they are you know live in a neighborhood and mm-hmm. Pebblefield would call them yuppie because Pebblefield and mama live at the end of the
2: you know river and they, they like, like mow their grass and
1: yeah, they like- mow their grass <laughs>
3: like <laughs> two, two thing is he doesn't eat anything that walks or flies and Pebble Phil's thing is, if it flies, it dies. Yeah, if it does flies, it, it dies. dies. Yes. Phil
1: fishes, uh-huh. like professional fisherman. Like yeah. he does like all uh-huh. this kind of stuff Yeah, that's just totally opposite. And like your dad works like more of a desk job and it's like workaholic mm-hmm. in that clean way, but shaved. not really. We joke that he's a workaholic, but he's clean and shaved mm-hmm. all the stuff. And then Phil Phil like, is out in the woods all day, every day. Two moments two baba probably have a trash bin where they throw their trash. Pillow Phil burns
2: all his trash. I mean <laughs> right. just like totally opposite in yes. the MLK things- cooked like Literally two to three meals every day, like really good from scratch. My mom has like two to three meals that she knows how to cook, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's so true. Okay, she's like whipping it up from scratch. She mom was like, Who wants some mac and cheese and some sloppy Joes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Spaghetti, she's got that too. But actually, she's been doing Hello Fresh, so she's very oh, yeah. proud of her cooking skills. So she's other getting day. a lot better. She yes. told me
1: she was cooking something, and I said, yeah. Well, invite us over. She said, Yeah, y'all need to get on our Hello Fresh, yeah, she's when I was all a about kid, it. I now. remember
3: asking to. Her, how do you make these sloppy joes? Like, <laughs> uh, girl, it's just meat and some barbecue sauce. That's all it is. butter on the bun. Every, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's the bun. extra
1: that's touch. On the Everybody bun. loves
2: her sloppy joes. Yeah, yeah. So they're so just very opposite. Very opposite, yes. So... Um, I think that led to, you know, a tough first year of marriage, but we figured it out. So yeah, we did, you know,
1: tell me a little bit about like y'all's first year and just even moving back here. I guess that was not your first year, but whenever you lived in the nurse's hut at camp mm-hmm. and like some of the arguments y'all are having, cause these cracked me up, like y'all were dirt poor. I mean, yeah. y'all were like arguing over who could get a mm-hmm. baseball card that week or a magazine. Like yes. talk about that time. Yeah. And, like, some of know. the meals that you prepared.
2: Yeah, so the early days, you know, we were in college, and, like, I was, I went a little bit faster because Willie was, like, trying to work and, like, support us through college, and, but, um, yeah, we had, we were on a very tight budget, like, we had all of our money, like, in envelopes, I don't know if that's even, that's not a thing anymore, obviously, because you don't use cash, but, you know, like, all of our money was in envelopes, and they, like, you know, it was food, and it was, you know, each of our budget items, and so, like, we would go to the grocery store, really, like, literally, this was one of our fights. Went to the grocery store. We had like, you know, $3 left out of our food money for the week. And like, I wanted to buy People Magazine. And dad wanted to buy baseball cards because he collected baseball cards. And so like it was this is like a fight. Like who gets to buy the one little thing? Oh and dad, you know, of course, he's very persuasive and he's like, Yeah, these baseball cards, like it's a collection. Like I'm saving, he I'm saving money. I'm like, this is gonna be a lot of money someday, you know. Yeah.
3: I'm like, crazy yeah, right. How much you and Dad are like me and Jacob. Well, like, I always had to say that. Me and I was at the airport the other day, and I was like, Ooh, people magazine. And Jacob was like what is the point? Of, like, what is the point of reading that? That like, why would you do that? Like, wouldn't you rather spend six dollars on a t-shirt that I can sell for twenty dollars? Like, I guess you that's sell so much. That's I'm like, so
2: yes, we always say that. I feel like that I, I reminded ourselves, so like, they remind they themselves do, a lot because Bella and
1: Jake got married when Bella was eighteen. 18, 19, 18, 18 you were eighteen, 18 and then Jake was twenty. What?
3: Twenty-one. Yeah. A little bit so older. talk about y'all. Y'all are in it though. Y'all are in the mid. Yeah, we're still in our first year of marriage, and it's so fun, and we love it. And but I do see like it is a lot of just like learning how to like mesh each other's different personalities, yeah. especially when you come from such different families. Mm-hmm. We both come from super different families too, and even just like with money and stuff, like the same thing about like we were got our new puppy and. Jacob was like, we don't need dog bowls. We have bowls at home. Why would we need a dog bowl? We already have bowls. Why would we need a dog bed with blankets? I'm like, we need a dog bed. We have tons of blankets it could sleep on. It's just like merging those different like views, I guess, is so fun and different. But I don't know. It's so much fun. I think.
2: One thing I'm really proud of y'all and Jacob was talking about the other day is like y'all have put in the time, like you really invested in mer- pre-marriage counseling, which yeah. mm-hmm. that was, yeah, y'all did that so yeah. well. And I know y'all like help them and advise them yeah. to go to your pre-marriage counselor and how much that helped you. And then, you know, you, you've actually put in the time to like yeah. seek help when you need it, mm-hmm. go listen and really spend time like talking through the hard things, yeah. you know, and just
3: being able to be honest like when you're going through something I think helps so much like we see we used to when we lived right by Sadie and Christian we would see them every day it was like it's not like you can just be in an argument walk in and be like oh hey you know Mm -hmm. so like we talked about everything and like if we were arguing we would tell them and they would say what they thought about it you know and like I think that's so important just being honest with where you're at not like keeping it all behind closed doors you know. That's so true. Is that it's good?
1: like so tempting to just want to keep it behind closed doors because you're embarrassed or you mm-hmm. don't want you don't want to be wrong or you don't want people to think that they are like you know, you don't want people to see them wrong right. in the wrong mm-hmm. light because you understand the context of the fight better or whatever. But we have found, like, every time we open up about it, to the right people, yeah. Yeah. like, so much wisdom is brought in. Like, whether it's mm-hmm. y'all or two of our best friends. Like, we had, like, an argument. We were talking about this in the podcast I did with Laney, but, like, we had an argument with Clayton and Laney one time. And I was, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, so uncomfortable the whole time. I was, like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> but, like, at the end of it, I was, like, man, I'm so glad because we all got so much closer because... Yeah yeah and yeah just being able to humble yourself and accept those arguments and just realize that those make you stronger and they help you realize mm-hmm. like how each other needs to be loved for the next time yeah you learn from them mm-hmm. christian and i we like had a great start because yeah premodal counseling was awesome and it was so yeah. good and you know it's funny because i was like 22 and christian was 21 which is still young, but to our family that was older than everybody because y'all like got married at 18 and then John Link got married at 19 and everyone just keeps getting married so young. And so I felt like I was so mature when we got married.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
1: And we had a great start. Everything was so fun. It was awesome. I moved to Auburn, lived with him there. And then... When the pandemic hit and we moved back to Western Rose and we kind of started to see our differences. Because before it was like, I think we were just so blinded by love. It was like, Mm -hmm. everything is awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything is cool. You're part of a team. And then the pandemic hit and we were like, whoa, like we just do things differently. Like I like to be super busy and he likes to just be more chill. And when we had all the time in the world and you got to create your whole schedule, I realized I'm like, piling it in I like started college and did all this stuff that was so crazy and then Christian's like whoa 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 like this is our time to chill and that's whenever like we started kind of having arguments but man like you said we've come to like such a great point place and we learned so much about ourselves in that time now we respect each other's differences rock with each other's differences and I think that that's one thing that I wanted to say to people who are in their first year of marriage and you're learning how to navigate being different than the person you live with and you're learning how to navigate even living with someone it's just respecting one another yeah. and if you respect each other um, mm-hmm. and, and you know you realize that it's up to you guys to create the home you live in so like mm-hmm. if you want a fun home y'all gotta be fun people Yeah. You know? if mm-hmm. you want to have fun go do a dance video go mm-hmm. outside throw the ball like, do something yeah. fun or if you want to have a peaceful home then you gotta create peace in the mm-hmm. home like turn on yeah. some worship music have good conversation invite people over like it's up to you guys to create that and respecting each other and hearing each other's differences and not making the other person have to be like you or the other person not yeah. making you be like them is such a huge thing because then you so can good. both live in the fullness of y'all together as one. And that's yeah. why like, I love that verse, like two are better than one they can help each other when someone falls or they keep each other warm but a lot of times I think when people get married they're just like oh we're one and yes that's true you are one but you're still two people yeah. who make one and you mm-hmm. being who you are individually is what makes one awesome couple mm-hmm. you know yeah that's that takes good. a little bit yeah.
3: time. when and you I, said go ahead I was just gonna say I think to just like On top of that, like, just understanding, like, what the other person needs and, like, maybe, like, why they need that, you know? And, like, I think just talking through, like, look, I'm not trying to be, like, like, how you said, like, you like to pile on the schedule. Like, Jacob loves to, like, go do stuff all the time. And, like, I like to just, like, maybe have more time at home and just, like, be with us sometimes. And I think just, like, talking about, like, look, like, I'm not trying to be, like, a recluse and stay at home all the time. I just, like time to spend with you to talk you know that's yeah. all it's mm-hmm. not like anything I'm not yeah, trying to like cramp your style but mm-hmm. you know just that's just what I like to do mm-hmm. you know and so like yeah. now that he understands that like we do both you know right
1: yeah <laughs> what? what I don't know so what you said like recluse it sounded like you said recluse You're like I'm not trying to did you say I'm not trying to recluse no, no. be a recluse be a
2: recluse you can say it either way, recluse I've or recluse. I've never heard that before. I think you can say it either way. I've no
3: never that look that, that up.
2: Well, I'm sure the people
1: would <laughs> tell Recluse or The only recluse. person that I've yeah, heard that word from
3: either. those Memo so. Well, <laughs> you know. that's, that's scary.
1: Nice.
3: <laughs> I would not bet on that being right <laughs> If
1: Memo <laughs> pronounced <if laughs> it one way, you might want to Google Look it up. Look
2: like it up. If you said, that. like, Memo Joe, I'd be like, okay, yeah, Memo K. A recluse? Yeah, I don't know why that just I actually think I say recluse. I think you do
1: too. Well, you also
2: say orange. Orange.
1: Orange. Or orange. Was, um, orange
2: orange. And ranch. Orange. How do you say ranch? Ranch. Ranch? I'll say that ranch. normally. Of Ranch. Ranch.
1: <laughs> ranch?
2: That makes fun how I say breakfast too. Is breakfast? Is that weird? <laughs> no. You
1: say pillow. I say Pe- pillow I do say too. pillow. I don't I had know to why I say pillow. My pillow. Yeah, what you're doing. you saw that ready for it? What? Cat. Catch, you do, yeah. It's, like, very
2: proper. <laughs> Formal. Because <Hatch>. <laughs> you say catch. everything
3: else is very country, then you're like, let's play Remember catch. when I was, like, I said Jacob was a catcher, and you were like, I, a catcher? I was like, catcher. a what? <laughs>
2: Okay, no, this actually got me. This, so, whenever you and Lainey were doing, like, cousins, uh-huh. I saw some of the comments, and someone said, Sadie sounds like Boss Hog's wife, and that's when you were doing your cousin voice. Oh, no. I was like, oh, I've got to work on my oh, accent. Oh, that is that? So funny. That's that's hilarious. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Yeah, well, I'm sure y'all are all laughing at us making fun of each other, because we probably sound country I'll to have every a, single yeah,
2: person. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to go back to respect, because when you go said back. respect, I was like... R-E-S-P-E-C-T. There you go. I was like... I do want to highlight i feel like a highlighter on that because i do think that's so important whenever you respect one another you care and you truly care about the other person's feelings and the other person's likes and wants and desires and dreams and all of those things then it makes a huge difference i do think it's important i think it's great to fight it out i think it's Mm -hmm. important like you're living together you need to like negotiate how you're going to do this life together Mm -hmm. and you so i think that you know couples that are like oh we never fight that actually kind of scares me because I'm yeah. like, oh, there's somebody that's like actually not saying their piece in this, yeah. <laughs> in this environment because there's no way you can just totally get along all the time, totally. you know. So I do think it's important to do that, but you have to do it with respect. And totally. I think one thing I always think about too, it's like that, you know, the idea of like treating others as you want to be treated too, I think is so important because like, we can, if, like, I say something to dad, like, sometimes I think about, oh, oh if I turn that around, mm-hmm. if he said it like that to me, how would I feel, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And if you can do that and put yourself in that position and be like, okay, how would this sound if he actually said yeah. what I just said to him in the tone I just said it to him, if he said that to me, yep. mm-hmm. how would that make me feel and how would that, how would that sound, yeah, you know? true. And I think sometimes we don't even think about that and, and yeah. how we treat one another. So. That's so
1: true. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about what Pastor... Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, this is what happens so you get three of us oh, yeah. in a room. We're just going to bounce off each other. But um, I love what Pastor Tom said the other day when he was talking about, like, humbling ourselves mm-hmm. and not being prideful. And he said, um, pride is the one disease that makes everyone sick but the person who has it. And I was Ooh. like, Oh, that is so true.
2: That's a really
0: good one.
1: especially mm-hmm. in marriage, like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you're prideful and you're like, I didn't say it like that or mm-hmm. whatever, like, you're, like, hurting that person so yeah, bad, you know, and it's, like, just mm-hmm. takes, and normally when you're saying that, you do know that you said it like that. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. you're, but you're just trying to stick with it, like, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> you, you're being sensitive. It's, like, yeah. no, you're being prideful. <laughs> like, humble yourself, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, man, I just thought that message was so good and so convicting. So good. That was really, mm-hmm.
2: I, yeah. I love that. I wrote that down because it is mm-hmm. so true. It's like whenever you are prideful, you probably is when you don't know it. That's when you really have the yeah. blind spot. You know, yeah. it's actually making everyone else sick, it's not making you sick because you don't even realize it about know. yourself. So yeah, yeah no. I think you know you gotta listen to your people. That's right.
1: And that's why your people gotta be honest with you. That's why if you haven't mm-hmm. had an argument with, you know, your spouse or your family members, like, you know, you you might not be able to learn. You mm-hmm. might not be growing in some blind spots or some weak areas. So that's why it's so important to like have the hard conversations, even if they're hard dive in even when you don't want to because the next day like you're so much stronger and yeah gosh if christian and i wouldn't have had arguments that we had we would not be at the place we are now like we're Mm -hmm. so healthy now we're in such a good marriage we know each other so well and that would not have happened had we not gone through some tips here and there
3: yeah Yeah. what were you gonna say about i was gonna say that i think if which you touched on this but if we all thought about one thing we've all learned. I think we've all learned that tone is important. Oh, that everything. is <laughs> great. Tone, tone is everything, y'all. The tone. The tone. The tone. Yes. We no.
2: talked about that when y'all were kids a lot, too. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot we handle don't. the tone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, how many times does Sadie say, like, this nice to Christian? No, hate to Christian. But how many times do you say, Watch the tone. Watch the he tone. Says, watch the tone. Yeah. I would say watch the tone. Or I say if you had a mirror, if you had a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's probably come from your childhood tone, too. Yeah. Because like tone, watch it tone. really and does matter. So it makes You, you can say you, the very same thing, but you say it in a different way and yeah. in a different mm-hmm. tone and I know it, it, it hits different.
3: So many sometimes th- I tell Jacob I'm like, if you would just calm it down and say that in a nicer way like mm-hmm. it would i would accept it and be like that's really fine yeah. you can say that mm-hmm. but when you say it like that it just mm-hmm. more than half
1: of our honest. arguments are about the tone seriously yeah. and it's not just yeah. him it's me too it's yeah. the tone uh-huh. but whenever we were growing up uh what was like what were some of the stuff that you had to get onto us for i already know what you had to get onto me <laughs> for i'm just i'm just exposing myself on this podcast
2: <laughs> in here some of the things um let me think. I, I remember.
1: I, I'm like specifically okay. I remember the time In that here. you spanked me whenever I was like Sassy? 10 years old. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think you were like nine. That was like <laughs> the last time I ever. I don't even. It was shocking to me even. But like you sass back and i think it just shocked me so much i was wearing my cheetah girl's hat you were feeling really sassy you were feeling yourself that day i was we were outside i remember that at that our old house and you sass back and i just went (laughs) "Wow!" i just popped me in the butt and i turned around i said did you just spank me
3: and you're like
1: yeah for that yeah
3: all that sense. you need to tone it down I was on the phone with Dr. (laughs) Eamon the other day and I did not even mean to say this but he was like I know like you've said like you're because he was telling me I need to talk back to my brain and he was like I know that like you've said like your brother's talk back and I went and my sister and I did not even mean to say that oh my goodness was it talk back or you. Oh man,
1: I remember that like is. whenever I would like talk back to you, and then you you are a sitting duck in that moment. Like you know, I'm about to get it. <laughs> I cannot really like. It's so it's like you to, like take a remote to life and be like rewind 15 <laughs> oh. seconds. Like that did not just happen. <laughs> it's coming out.
2: That's hilarious. I have channeled
1: that though. I've channeled, you like, have no. It was like, it made
2: you. It made you part of who you are. Like you yeah, did, yeah. No, I've channeled I, that. I feel like I don't remember that stuff because I do feel like there is parts of it that. As a mom you do look at it and you say, like, okay, this is something that like needs to be like channeled and and worked, but also as part of them that's gonna make them great as yeah. they get older, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that's a good There's- point because I remember when I was little I was
1: sassy and dramatic and mm-hmm. was but dramatic and like um not like drama I was not into drama I no, hated drama no, no, but no, like no. just dramatic in my storytelling dramatic mm-hmm. when I fell like mm-hmm. I always had a bandage wrapped around my ankle yeah. for no reason other than I thought it was cool <laughs> and I had a lip to go with it like I just was dramatic in personality and then um you know people like in our family like siblings will make fun of me for being dramatic and stuff and then I got insecure about it and then one day recently, I had an epiphany. Remember, it was in, uh, when we were on vacation and everyone at the table was saying that I was so dramatic and I was the most dramatic of the siblings. And I was like, yeah, you know, that used to really bother me and that embarrassed me. But now I've realized, like, that is something God gave me. And with what Mm -hmm. I do and doing podcasts and doing Instagram and doing YouTube and speaking and telling stories, like, that is, like, a gift. And you did help channel that in my Mm -hmm. life because there was a negative side of that at one point, you know, where I did, like, always fake an injury. And that's just annoying. Or I did, like, sass back or um, sometimes embellish stories. 95% true, you know. And, like, y'all had to, like, definitely channel that. But it's come to, like, a good place. Yeah. uh Christian and i talk about that all the time with honey and she's only one years old but we always talk about like what are the things in her that might seem like a negative but that we can just really help mm-hmm. her become a positive like um, even just, she, she is like already so crazy and wild, but we're like, man, what a, what an awesome thing. Like yeah. she's so active. She's going to do so many great things and just speaking out like all those mm-hmm. good things that this is going to become, even yeah. though we know in the next 15 years, yeah. it, will, it will be some hard moments. So I think that's I think cool. that's so
2: good. Yeah. Well, Bella has like, a, she's got like a quiet stubbornness and whenever she was young, she's really like. I mean, she knew what she wanted to wear, what she wanted to, she had her own ideas about things, but it was very quiet and kind of subtle, but I knew it was there kind of like under the surface, but it makes her who she is. She doesn't, she's not going to, if you, you can't pressure her into doing something she doesn't want to do. She won't do it. She's just, she, she has an inner strength about her that, you know, as a child sometimes came out of stubbornness and she would drive me crazy because literally like she, this girl would not wear shoes like we would i'd put her shoes on we'd get where we're going her shoes would be off and then the thrown in the back and i'd have to go find them and put it back in again like <laughs> and she just had
1: forget the eyeliner phase when everybody oh told her it didn't look good <laughs> <laughs> no. when
2: she like seventh or eighth grade she started
3: wearing makeup and she did liquid eyeliner was, okay and it was sadie and all her friends were doing liquid eyeliner I know, so but, like, I was, you were I was not it pulling right. it out of nowhere. I was yeah, seeing nowhere. it. You were saying it. but and I was trying to copy. Yeah,
2: Bella was Our like, family's honest, though. Like, if your eyeliner's bad, we'll say, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, well, I was can, gonna you say, need some you help said, on your eyeliner. But Bella would not accept any help. <laughs> we're just
1: like, all right. It was like, okay, so when you wear liquid eyeliner, like, this it has is. has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. But it also has to touch the mm-hmm. um, lashes. <laughs> okay, that's what, That's where the liquid eyeliner goes. Right above the lash line, but not above it, like almost on the lash line. Bella's liquid eyeliner was right like above above the lash line so it wasn't connected to the lashes it was just a squiggly line i could not figure it out close to mid eyelid i will say I <laughs> and then still one, side it the on one side would go I all the way
2: One side would go all the way and the other side would you like stop right the,
1: there you never you never did get the it. wing like the angle it was just like a
3: trail off. i still can't get it you don't, I don't, I don't need eyeliner you
1: don't your but eyes are still. so pretty yeah. you don't need it well need i was gonna say
3: you said you were dramatic, and I was going to say before Mom even said I was silently stubborn, my mm-hmm. silent dramaticness when I ran away. Oh, yeah, you know, home, yeah. you... Bella was Bella
2: dramatic. My, Bella's our only child that ran away. Bella
1: ran away. I yeah,
3: ran I only met it to a Total trails. of
1: 100 feet. Yeah. Um, Bella ran away from home one time, and it was very dramatic. Yes. Why, I
3: don't even know why you ran away, but you were like, I'm leaving. You don't remember? No. When I threw the ping pong battle at the door because y'all were... <laughs> Wrapping my Christmas presents and y'all wouldn't tell me why you locked me out of the room. That was connected. That was the same. That was the day. same day, I
1: think. That's it. So Bella gets ready. mad. Runs the only away time i been that mad, I think. To the front yard and says she's not coming back. And so I, at the time, was reading Twilight, um, which I kinda only made it ten pages in, and I had been reading it for a long time. And <laughs> I was too like, long to be six ten pages two. In. And yeah, I was not lying. ready for Twilight. I know. And I was like. <laughs> Bella, come back. And she wouldn't come back. So I went outside with her and took a chair. I
2: think lawn Launcher.
1: And
3: a Twilight and, the book.
1: Book.
2: and some lemonade and a sippy cup. That no, was really sweet. <laughs> I wish I had an actual picture of that, but I have a mental picture and it's so hey, sweet. That's a sister and a friend. And right sat out there, there with that's her when friend. she was running away from home. Yeah, until Bella was ready to come My back. My plan
3: was only really to make it to Uncle Bill and Aunt Carol's, but I really I couldn't get there. I thought I walked so far. I was in the driveway. <laughs> I was so full of The driveway wasn't, like, mm-hmm. super long. But no. Bella
2: really rarely got in trouble. I think she had, yeah. Will was only 10 months older than her, and, like, he. Will took the cake. Yeah, he got in trouble yeah. so much. Bella saw that and was like, "No, oh, I'm just going to, just kind of fly under the radar. Yeah. Me yeah. and John Luke
1: were, like, troubled together. We were so mm-hmm. annoying to each other. Mm-hmm. Actually, in my next message i have coming up, I'm talking about, when John like used to go, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, and it's just like so Will you to do the same easy. thing.
3: Yeah, Will used to the same he would be thing. Like just and I this I mean, he wouldn't even say I'm not touching you. He'd he just, just do that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Like, cause then it's then he wouldn't like say it, and Then You turn
1: around in the car, and then he'd be like, and I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh man. Okay, before we end the podcast, we gotta talk about body image because a lot of people sent in um, questions about body image and. You've walked with us on body image. You've also walked through your own self of body image. And I think to mama the goat, has Mm -hmm. some great advice that she told you one time about body image.
2: Well, I don't know. This wasn't specifically body image, but this was just something that I think really shifted my perspective. And I was like middle school. Mm -hmm. And I'll just never forget it. Like I remember her saying it, and and it really impacted me. And I think it helped me Mm -hmm. a lot, honestly, um, to not struggle as much. I mean, of course, I think every woman girl struggles with their looks appearance everything but at some point but um i was like middle school i just started kind of like wearing makeup and getting very much into like how i looked and like
1: the liquid eyeliner
2: oh Pro- no, not liquid that wasn't but <laughs> definitely out. I had to have the like pink like shiny pink lipstick the powder compact you oh, know yeah. all the things in my purse like carrying <laughs> it to every class you know all that the compact powder the Compact powder. Okay. oh yeah you know
3: one thing about the eyeliner that I think I should have said was that I wore the eyeliner um one day for school pictures and my friend not so much friend in class Was a boy and leaned over to me and said, What is wrong with your eyes? And and he said, Why are you wearing this? And he said something like, He told me that looks stupid, basically. And I never wore eyeliner again
2: that's so hilarious that's awesome, that's awesome. Okay, so well, your stuff. okay so yes it was definitely that phase the hair had to be just right everything had to be perfect before I would go out and so we were on like a road trip and we stopped at a gas station and I needed to go to the bathroom but I wouldn't go in because I wasn't like ready and I'm like <laughs> sitting in the car like no I can't go in I don't have my lipstick on and my hair done or whatever <laughs> and my mom looked at me and she was like if you think other people are thinking that much about you then you are sadly mistaken. Like, no <laughs> one's thinking about you. No one's looking at you. No one's noticing you. <laughs> and it was just like this epiphany for me. It really was because thinking of, like, you know, it's so true. Like, everybody's worried about their own stuff. Nobody's really looking no way, at you that right closely. You. Yeah. I mean, I got Invisalign yesterday. Are you noticing my... I only doctor. noticed it because you told me how to look for it. Yes, and my teeth are really sore today. But um, if you, my, hey, way go. my mouth is so like all torn up. But way to go. Thank
1: You're you. Getting Invisalign. I know, I know.
2: So, which, I mean, you know, it's. It's. I guess it's one of those things that's like you get older and your mouth starts moving, and I'm like, yeah. okay, should I get braces? I don't know if I can do the <laughs> braces thing at this age, even though I admire people who do. Hey, but I don't know if I can do the braces, so I'm going with the Visalign. We'll that's see awesome. how that works. But anyway, I just remember that and thinking like, yeah, you know, I am thinking way too much about myself, and so like sometimes whenever we talk about like body image and stuff like that, and yeah. it's like it, this is like we we talk about how it being like a insecure thing and we're very but actually we're really like it's actually kind of a thing where you're thinking too much about yourself not that you're not thinking enough about you're you actually thinking too Too much much. about yourself you're spending too much time on all the little things about yourself that nobody else even notices or cares about or is worried about they're worried about their own
0: whatever so you like or whatever
2: and so so I think that um that really did shift it and really it really had an impact on me and so you know I, I think like I said everyone struggled does it to some extent. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're picking out your flaws to some extent, but I do think every time I just have that memory in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm really thinking too much about myself. Yeah. Nobody cares. That's true. Uh Um,
1: some, you want to go ahead?
3: Yeah.
1: Someone, um, sent in a question today and they said how do I make myself think that I'm beautiful and Mm. I think that you know for a long time I probably thought like that too like the way she formed that question like how do I make myself beautiful and how do I make myself was like buying all the skin products or getting all the like the latest makeup or buying cute clothes or working out or whatever it was like to make myself think I'm beautiful, but I think that you have to redefine your definition of beauty or ask mm-hmm. yourself, what is beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think when you have this idea in your mind that beautiful is a certain size or a certain weight on the scale, or it's a certain makeup look that you're going for, or whatever it is, a certain hairstyle, then you're never mm-hmm. going to be Beautiful, Mm -hmm. confident in that beauty because that beauty is always changing because there's always going to be someone who did it better. The next day is a new trend. But whenever you redefine beauty to what beauty actually is, and for me, like beauty is Mm -hmm. being made in the image of God. That means what i have inside of me is so original and unique to the world that if i don't be me no Mm -hmm. one gets to see this beautiful side of god you know that he's put in me and so the more confident i become in the image that i'm created Mm -hmm. in that has really nothing to do with body image it has more to do with like the actual image and personality that i have Mm -hmm. i think the more beautiful you become and confidence is beautiful like Mm -hmm. joy is absolutely beautiful when someone's peaceful and loving yes. that is stunning like some right. of the most beautiful people just mm-hmm. bleed through their personality you know yeah. and so really just redefining like what is beauty yeah it's not mm-hmm. this image that you're not right. going to obtain it's the image
2: that's already in you that's right you that's know? good yep. yeah my mom joe used to always say pretty is as pretty does yeah she said that her mom used to say that to her and she said that to my mom and my mom said it to me and i said it to y'all you know like what is beautiful is coming out from the inside. It's not yep. It's not what is, is what you see on the mm-hmm. outside. Yep. One thing, too, I remember when y'all were little and, and you'd act in bad behavior or whatever, I'd say, well, don't act ugly. You know, and I hadn't ever thought about necessarily what that meant or whatever. Yeah. But now that I look at it, you know, we'd say, like, oh, you're acting ugly or she's in yeah. you know, there or whatever. It's like the idea that's like, what? ugly is not on the outside it's how you know it's what your co- it's your attitude yeah. how you act or whatever and what's pretty is the same it's what's yeah, on the inside. So what's beautiful is what's coming in from out from the inside That's and, so true. and of course we live in this world and you know we of course I got gray hairs that I, I'm co- I cover with hair color and you know I want to look nice and I want to be presentable yeah. but I don't want to spend all my time thinking about that I don't want to yeah, spend yeah. waste my life thinking about what I look like, or thinking yeah. about something that is just going to fade away, yeah. you know, I want to spend my life thinking about other people and yeah. serving yeah. And, and living the life that God yeah. has for me, not worried about what I look like all the yeah.
3: time. Yeah, that's good. And I think one practical thing, too, is, like, I know me and Sadie have both gone through this in, like, the past years, and I'm sure Mom, when she was younger, but, like, I think as a woman, like, we go through, like, seasons and, like, whether it's our fault or not, of, like, different, maybe different sizes or different weight. And, like, we do fluctuate. Like, we're not Mm -hmm. always going to be the same. But I think sometimes, like, when we are maybe, like, heavier than we usually are, we get so focused. Like, I am this way or whatever and, like, this is me. But, like, we don't realize, like, this is, like, fleeting. Like, we won't – like, this isn't forever. And I think sometimes I'm like, oh, why am I like this? What am I going to do, you know? And it's like, this is just, like – a season like I'm just because I've gained a couple pounds right now doesn't mean this is forever yeah. doesn't mean it has anything to do with me and who I am like this yeah. is this is fleeting you know and I yeah. think that's something we can like practically think about like sometimes I'm even right now I'm like oh what am I you know and sometimes I'm just like no like chill yeah. like mm-hmm. it's not forever like yeah. this is just yeah. a season you Same know true and yeah. I think that was like Obviously, we have to watch ourselves from, like, yeah. it being unhealthy, but, like, also, we can just, like, notice that, like, sometimes it's just for a season, and, like, yeah. sometimes you just, I don't know, things yeah. change, mm-hmm. you know?
1: I think, like, whenever I used to have a lot of acne, and I was, like, so stressing out, kind of like the seasonal thing, and I was just like, what can I do? I gotta fix it. I gotta fix it. And that's the only thing that I noticed when I looked in the mirror. I thought about it when I was talking to people. I would think that they're looking at it. Of course, they're not. But I remember one time, Mom, you're like, stop buying products mm-hmm. no more masks no more facials just stop and mm-hmm. i was like no you don't understand because if i stop then it's gonna like it's gonna mm-hmm. get worse and you're like no it you're making it worse because of how much you're stressing and how much you're trying to fix it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so
1: i stopped i started using your stuff nature medic ayo. <laughs> and um it like it cleared up yeah fixed. and yeah. i was like
2: wow i think and we I, can do that with food too you know yeah. like the more you think about it, the more it's consuming your mind and what you think about, it's and like, stress becomes
3: affects everything. you, stress you effect- know? Stress everything. affects your weight, yeah. your acne, your everything, mm-hmm. you know? And like, yeah. the more we stress, we're actually making it worse for ourselves, you mm-hmm. know? Totally. I think that, like you said,
1: you have gray hairs, you cover up and you want to, you still have Invisalign and you're doing things to be beautiful. And like me too, like I love, like clothes like mm-hmm. that's something that like I actually like to express myself in. I like to buy cute clothes I like I like to get up and do my makeup and the day I know a lot of girls don't like it. I actually do I think it's fun I like to fix my hair I like to you know see what's trendy and all that that's not a bad thing but if that's my priority mm-hmm. or that's what I f- or that's an idol in my life that I find mm-hmm. any kind of contentment in see that's whenever I think it gets unhealthy right but when I'm prioritizing who I actually am Mm -hmm. all the other things become fun it's like oh man like now I get to try out this skincare line or now I get to like buy these clothes and I don't care if it's on trend or not because I think it's cute and like when I feel beautiful on the inside then like beauty shines on the outside but there have been times where I might have looked beautiful on the outside, but I just didn't feel it at all on the inside because that was my priority and that's what I talk about whenever I used to model and I was like walking the runway and I just did not feel beautiful at all because the Mm -hmm. inside of me was hurting or the inside of me wasn't in a good spot and so man you can be walking in a runway and not feel like you're beautiful um in new york or you can be man chilling out with your friends and feel beautiful because it's who you are yeah i think that's a good thing to note you know you're not going to get to a place in life that you're going to say like that would make me feel beautiful Mm -hmm. you have to get to the place in life within yourself that just is like I, I am who I am, and I'm content with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, good conversation, y'all. Snap, snap, snap. Good stuff. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this conversation. These are conversations we have. All the time, really. We we talk a lot. We truly are best friends. My mom and Bella are two of my best friends in life. And I think that that is a gift and a great thing. The other two people I see pretty much every single day. And it's fun to get to talk and let y'all listen in. I hope y'all learn some stuff. Um, And just know, like even that first year of marriage stuff, maybe you're not married yet, maybe you're in college, but hey, you got some roommates, and all that advice applies so much to just relationships in general. When you respect people, when you honor people, when you make things fun, like Life is just more fun, people feel more love. And so take this advice, run with it, and just know you got some sisters and friends cheering you on.